Hey you guys! Welcome along to the final Macam football show of the 22-23 campaign. Howdy howdy everyone. We have with me, uh, you can see when they talk just below, um, we have Paul Wilson from RWA. Good evening. Um, good evening. And we have Jacob Aviard, aka Yorkshire Macam from Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Good bro? evening. Good evening. I'm fine, thank you. Oh, should we get the elephant out of the room with this uh, this show? We are yeah, not going we, to Wembley. We yeah, cancel it's cancel your train tickets and your hotel. JS uh, <laughs> edits. Hello, and Northeast Northeast Charlie. Hello, hello. Welcome along to the uh, to the stream. Yes, so losing 2-0 away from home, Kellenworth Road, second leg, what were your thoughts on the game as a whole? Ah. Kind of what? Just madness, like... Mm-hmm. I just didn't, did... I didn't... I didn't think we'd do that. I was thinking it was going to be one all draw and then... I was thinking us and Coventry at Wembley. But... I'm I'm on the similar ilk to you there, mate. I was genuinely quite confident that we'd be able to do the job because all we needed to do was not concede. But um, don't forget you, Acacia. Hello, welcome along, saying oi oi, lads. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all we needed to do was not concede and... Um, we conceded exactly the same way that we knew we were going to if we're ever going to um, let a goal in. And that kind of killed the mood. What was it, 11, 10, 11 minutes into the game? They get a corner and it's pinging around and it just ends up in the back of the net yet again because we haven't got the height or strength to defend from corners, which is, to be fair, a game plan that Luton were very aware of. It worked well in the first leg for them to go ahead. Um, and they just needed to defend better at home. And let's face it, Luton Town played this game very, very smartly and deserved to go to Wembley, which is a little bit begrudging from myself to say, but if you look at the season overall as well, they deserved a little bit more than us. We did chase it towards the end of the normal campaign, try to get into the playoffs. We reach it. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think we did our club. The, the players did too much. Um, that was like egregiously bad. Like at least we're not done a Peterborough or a Middlesbrough in these playoff finals, where you can see. Well, Middlesbrough didn't score a single goal in their in their playoffs. So what was what was the point of them making it? Do you know what I mean? Like at least we put in an effort and we tried. That's that's all we could really ask for. If the quality at Luton is that that step above. Sunderland and where we're at right now and it's yeah we're, we've got a lot of good excuses to use and use in the back pocket but ultimately the better team won and is in the Wembley final now and I think that's um that, that's that's where it's at uh Paul uh what's your reaction while I just catch up on the comments from GS Kisha North I actually have to agree with you actually um the, the way it's at, at the um, at the end of the game, I actually said to Bowers, um, 
That's Michael you Bowers, are. by the way, for anybody who doesn't know. He's, he's another Sunland YouTuber. Yeah, check his channel out as well. Hours. He's my brother. Give him a mother. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a subscribe, everyone. Yeah, I actually said to Michael, at the end of the game, do I actually feel upset? Uh, you know, like the way the season's been? Mm-hmm. Um, or do I be happy? And I said to Michael, Oh, please um, say it, please say it. Before you, before you finish the sentence, please say you said, at least we're not Wigan, at least we're not Wigan. <laughs> yes, I did shout that. <laughs> uh, what did you actually but, say? Uh, I actually said to Boris, I'm actually happy the way uh, the season has been. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, to actually lose oh, yes. um, the second leg, but... I am actually happy the way the season's been. As a whole, mate, I, I don't think anybody going into the season would have confidently oh, said, happen. yeah, co- confidently said, without a shadow of a doubt, Sunderland are making the playoffs or pushing for promotion towards the end of the season. That just wasn't in people's cards. Um, GH Patty Robbo said the Sheffield Wednesday game was class. The first leg, not so much for them, but the second leg uh, got a little bit of Fergie time, I think, at the end of it. The game on Tuesday night was absolutely terrible, says Acacia. I don't think it was that bad. Like, I think it was just a case of our players becoming... Uh, just the fatigue catching up with them and getting outsmarted, I guess, by the game plan of Luton. I don't think it was... as Like, don't get me wrong, we didn't attack as clear and as free-flowing as we're used to over this season, but... Towards the last like twenty minutes, we started to pick up and didn't go well. Might as well try, um, but I think that was twenty minutes too little, too late. If we did that from minute one, we would potentially be in the final. But that's that's the way of life. That's the way of life happens sometimes, right? Um, with these two two games in mind, boys, what? Who was your standout player from those two legs and? Um, What's the key moment that changed it all? Um, well, standout player in the home game, I'd say, as in like Equa, he was he was good mm-hmm. in the home game, and with that home game, Luton's goal was their first shot on target. That was their first shot, and they had a little spell where they were the better team at one point, and we struggled to get past them. But for most of that game. We were the better team. And, yeah, we are. You know, and then we go down to Kenilworth Road and then it, it's like an oxymoron. It's like it's gone the other way around. It's I don't I can't remember any standout player for um looting away. I mean, Patson made a few good there were some good saves he made, but apart from that, I don't think there was any player that stood out in Kenilworth Road. You know. Just yeah, not a great day to be honest. But to, to not be a fair nice to me, no, not not at uh, all. Over, and over, but it's been a, it's been a good season overall. If you you know, because of our first season back in the championship and get where we've got, yeah. got to give credit to the lads and Marbury. You know, it's been been good. It's been it's been a good season. I think we'll go f- uh, deeper into our season as a whole. Um, because this is the final uh, Mackham football show for this this campaign, um, we'll we'll go through the the season as a whole. But 
Um, we'll focus on the uh, two playoff games first um, and potentially the last couple of playoff push games as well if, if we want to um, extend it out into that unbeaten run. We, because we did have a 10-game unbeaten run towards the end to get to potentially 90 minutes away from the Wembley final. But Craig Scott in the chat has perfectly summed it up. In that second game, Luton bullied us the whole game and we couldn't cope with it. It it's sometimes that yeah. simple. Like the physicality from the Luton They're players. Physical tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Physical it, it, and the pitch made them more direct. Of course they've played there since they they were founded, but mm-hmm. it just made it easy for them, didn't it? It made them direct and just our players. And yeah. to be fair, you wouldn't expect Sunderland to lose to Luton, but because they've either been this season, Luton, they've been, they've been unstoppable, really. I mean, they've had some good seasons in the past recent years. They've done ever so well to get to where they are. You know, I, I think I think that's a little bit um, unfair because they have been consistently solid performers over the last two and a half seasons last yeah last year they got to the semi-finals this year they're in the final if they don't make it to the premier league this season i think they will be here or hereabouts again next year there's no real reason why that can't happen for this current squad they are maturing the only thing i can think that would um get them caught out is because everybody knows they have narrowed their pitch to like the minimum width, so they they have to go through the middle of the park. And teams like us who like to play wide struggle at Kenilworth Road because we are pushed in and we we can't drag the players away from their box. Like you could literally you could literally lie two players down, and then you could touch the sideline to the um to that eighteen yard box. It's that narrow, um, but um, it's it it's a it's not like it was completely unknown. They've had that for the entire season. I just think tactically on the day, Luton played it a lot smarter than us. And we've had a couple of extra people pop into the chat. So um, I'll quickly call out Elliot Alderson. Welcome along. Nice to see your name again. Uh, Paul Mellish, evening. And Acacia is popped in a couple as well. So I'll throw that question to Paul and I will pick out points from what's been said in the chat to ask you more questions. Paul, standout player <laughs> um, and key moment. Uh, for me, I'm going to say key player at home. I'm going to say Diallo. Okay, with his first goal. Yeah. Um, okay. And I would Paul say... Mellish. Paul Mellish has chipped in and said Pritchard as well, though. Um, who did lay up that free kick for? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, bit of an unsung hero, great influence on Jack Clark, Ahmad, and Patrick Roberts. So the maturity of Pritchard coming really key in that first leg is what Paul's saying there. I think. <laughs> but uh, I would say actually our our fans actually won us mm-hmm. um, the actual first leg, and uh, with the second leg. I would say actually their their fans actually won that won that for them to be honest. Okay, I, I I don't think fans have a major say in 
the performance that's put on the pitch. I think it does help when you when you make a good slide tackle or you you have a shot and like the chant the fans getting jeered up jeering you on because you like you get that confidence boost. But the impact on the pitch, I think our fans did our team a good service on that final day. Like there was many times when we're doing the the live stream and you, all you could hear, even though we're two 0 behind, is our fans cheering on the lads. It's it. I think they had the more right to, to be happier at that moment, but it, it's one of those things like sometimes the fans get a little bit too nervous. Um, and you could tell that around like the 80-85 minute mark for Luton when we were on the like constant kosh, when they were under the kosh with us. But after that five-minute spell, they realised we're not going to break through. It kind of swung back in their favour. So... Fans is a good shout, but I don't think it had that much save in the game. I think it's just, again, poor set-piece defending, to be honest. Um, yeah, that's that's it. That's disappointing. So, obviously, we don't make it to Wembley. Luton Town do. I will quickly go over the Cov Middlesbrough legs. Did you two watch any of those at all? No. No. Well, you it's didn't middle, miss it's, out it's on much. Middlesbrough. It's Middlesbrough, so, you know. So, do you know how you think, like, us, Luton and Sunderland are two different teams with completely different styles that balance each other out throughout the season with 1-1 draws? And um, just, it's exactly the same for Coventry and Middlesbrough, but they don't have different styles. They have the exact same style of football. Wait for the other team to put too much pressure on, counter-attack and score a goal. That happened once in that entire game where it was effective. And uh, that was like the 50, 50 to 55 to 60 minute mark for Coventry. Um, Yikerez, again, being an absolute beast, gets the keeper drawn out and it lands very nicely for the Coventry man to do a Diallo-esque finish, to be honest, around like two defenders, but an non-rushing keeper. So the fact that that game was only split by one goal is... That's pretty much the only moment that really <laughs> mattered in those two legs, to be fair. Um, Middlesbrough not scoring, I think, is a disservice to how well they've performed overall this season. I think they're the second highest top scorers this season, and the fact that Coventry have defended so well against them over 180 minutes um, proves to me that Coventry and Luton game in a week and a half's time is going to be quite an entertaining one um, because I don't think the defensive style for either of them is going to um, be enough for them to get to the Premier League but it will be enough for them if they wanted to stay in the Premier League so um, what are your thoughts on on that, who do you think is going to win, Luton or Coventry? Please see confirmation 2-1 Coventry 2-1 Coventry do you think Cov's mm. going to the Premier League next season? Yeah. What about you, Paul? Uh, 2-0 Coventry. So all of that hard work for Luton to make it to the final is going to count for nothing, essentially, for both of you? Not that. <laughs> I, still think, I still think it'd be a good game between both, but I think Coventry might just edge it. I know they didn't do much against mm -hmm. Borough, but I just think... I mean, it's two physical sides in it, so it should be a good game, to be fair. But who do, who do you think will be able to... 
who do you think will be able to stand up to the pressure of being in that? Was it a £125 million game? Not directly from winning the playoffs, but like from the television rights and the next season going up. Who who do you think's like who do you think's got the calmer nerves out of those two teams? Well, Case has gone three 0 as well. <laughs> for Luton, it's it, Luton. It's just down the road, isn't it? Wembley. It's literally walking distance. So for them, it could be a, li- a bit of a fun day out. But man, you, you can't say you can't say. You were about to say it, and I don't think you can say that. Like, it's not like a home tie. Their their home ground is like, it's like a, a Sunday league team playing around the corner from the Stadium of Light. Playing at Southwick FC is not the same as playing at the Stadium of Light. It's it's just not. Um, but yeah, a lot of people. Uh, so Paul's in Luton, big physical team, dirty with a crap, dirty with a crap entrance to the stadium. Um, Craig saying Covwin, Luton style wouldn't suit them on the big Wembley pitch, which I think is actually a really good point. Like I said, Kellenworth Road is very narrow. And um, it was the when same they with Wickham were sitting last like. When we played Wickham at the Wembley, I don't think Wickham could cope with the pitch size. I, don't, I think it would have been, it was hard for them to hoof the ball at Wembley. You know, so it's. But of course, it's, Luton it's... don't do hoof the ball, you know, but it's. Get the idea. I mean, it's like. Mm hmm. Teams who have smaller pitches who are playing at Wembley, it's going to be harder for them, isn't it? I'm going to be, yeah, I, I think it is that, mate, but I, I think I'm going to be a little bit controversial. I'm going to say this game's going to go to penalties. So, <laughs> could we, it's, on penalties, I on think pen. it's Luton. On penalties, it's Luton. If it's in open play, I think it is Cov, like because of that bigger pitch element, I think. Coventry are very physical. They do like to go down the wing, but they also can um, invite teams on. So if they invite Luton yeah. on too much, it might be their their downfall. But um, Elias with a really nice comment. Do you imagine Holland at Kellenworth Road? That's that's just <laughs> going to be bizarre. It's, it's like, town in the Champions League. Fucking hell, Barcelona fans in the away end. Imagine that. I'm, I'm, I mean, uh, well, Brighton, <laughs> Brighton are in the top half of the Premier League. I didn't think anybody would have said that when something went down. So uh, yeah. things change. It's a different era of football, isn't it? But um, Elliot says Luton going up would be pointless. Need to spend ten million plus on their stadium alone, and then buy players on on top. Yeah. They'll go straight. They are back getting down. a new stadium. They are getting a new one, but I'm not sure if it'd be for this season, but yeah. they are getting one. But yeah, I'd um, say at least the pitch, though, if they can't get the new stadium at the minute. Yeah. The, well, it, I, do you agree with this This end, the tail point of Elliot's uh, statement there? Can't imagine they'll get too many TV games either. See, I think it's the Paul Robertson. I think they'll get a lot more because there's a lot more interest in how big teams yeah. will play at this tiny stadium. Yeah, just sit Luton Town at, in the Prem. Yeah. And you, and we can't doubt them because you never know that they could do a Fulham or a mm-hmm. Brentford, you know what I mean? So you, that's how amazing football is. You just don't know what's going to happen. See, if it was Cov to go up, I think they will finally sort out all of their stadium issues and just buy the stadium for the club um, because most of their yeah. issues over the last decade and a half has been because they... 
um, moved stadium, they leased it rather than building it themselves. Then it went out to the rugby team, and it's just been like the entire Rico side of it, the Wasps, the last decade of them um, sorting out their stadium. Even this se- yeah. this season, at the start, start of the season, that they skipped six home games in a row, so they were behind on everybody, and they win the bottom three for ages until they started to play their home games. So... Yeah. I think, I think, I think about if... it. This fixture, Luton and Coventry, five years ago, it was a League Two fixture, and now look at it. It's just exactly. It's it's a big money game for both of these two teams, and I think if mm. we're going to look at it from a, a different standpoint, which team would you like to play against next season? That for me is the bigger question. <laughs> so... for, for, for the championship. Yeah. Bear in mind, this season we picked up two one-one draws against Luton, a one-one draw mm. against Cov, and then no a two-one loss. So, no, we picked up one point oh, against yeah. Cov at the start of the season. Oh, yeah. At the start of the season, because we yeah. were their first game. Yeah, crazy game. Um, I kind of want Coventry to go up because we we're, they're a bit of a bogey team for Sunderland. So maybe Luton again to play next season, get revenge on them. The... Yeah, there's also the other point. Out of out of the four teams that are in the playoffs now, obviously three of them will still be in the championship next season. Who do you think is likely to be in that push again if they are to stay in this league? So, first and foremost, do you think Sunderland and Middlesbrough will be in a playoff push again or higher or Coventry or Luton as well? I think Sunderland will. I might be being biased mm-hmm. here when saying this. Maybe not Borough, they might drop a bit. Not a lot, though, but I think mate, I think Luton and Coventry. Mm-hmm. If, uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Luton are back there again. But I'm not going to doubt Middlesbrough. It wouldn't surprise me. It'd be, it'd be funny if it's Sunderland Borough in the semis and Cov and Luton in the semis, you know, a bit of... Mm. That would be kind of fun. There's a couple of dark horses in this league that have had poor seasons this season, which I think could also... Um, bring us up to the, the final game season. So Blackburn Rovers again, Millwall. As long as they can sort Watford. out how Watford, Norwich, Watford. yeah, there's there's loads of teams in this league that I think are or do have the potential to have the quality in their current squad to push for playoffs next season. It's just sometimes the rub of the green, sometimes the officials, sometimes just things don't go your way and. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting for next season. Um, if to to put the first question to me, uh, back to me, I'd say I'd much prefer to have Luton for the consistency. I think we would still pick up another two points against them next year, which would again guarantee us more um stability. Like if you took these two legs, we would have picked up more points in these legs than we did in the league games against them. So I like that. Um, I don't think it's um. A bad shout. Evening, Cabby. Uh, finale gamer. Um, I'm not saying your full username because that's way too long. Um, up the football league. When we go, we win the league. This is what we're time for. Luton. We're super Luton Town. We got a Luton Town fan in here. What's up, Hatters? Hello. What's up? <laughs> Sorry. Um, was uh, uh Brad's coming in clutch here, by the way, giving us an update on the uh, League Two second leg between Barnsley and Bolton. 
Barnsley are leading that one as we speak. The game is still ongoing, but I think there's like about half an hour left um, in the second leg, and it looks like um, Barnsley are going to Wembley against Sheffield Wednesday as well for the League One playoffs. So we can talk about that one very quickly if you want. Who do you? Who would you prefer? Um, bear in mind if Bolton score could be Sheffield Wednesday, Barnsley, or Bolton. But who would you out, out of those teams want to come up? Play next season. Yeah. Maybe Barnsley. I like Barnsley. Is that close to you? Yeah, yeah. It's quite well. Wednesday is as well, so you know, be nice to try and get away. Well, run away day, Sunderland away day. Go maybe watch. Do you know? I'm going to be very selfish here, and I, I'm going to say anybody but Sheffield Wednesday because I'm sick of going to she- like sick of seeing Sheffield teams in our league. We can't we can't escape one of them. We've had the Blades, we've had uh, Wednesday, we've had the Blades, then we've had Wednesday for four seasons, then we've had the Blades again. So like just just leave us alone, Sheffield. It's like when we were um, it's like Bristol City and Bristol Rovers, like we couldn't get away from one of the Bristol teams. It's just just give us a year without that kind of mess. Um Morning, boys in blue. Welcome along. I'd love to watch the game for the Yorkshire Yorkshire Derby Wednesday. I'll be back in the hall. Where that's a that's a weird thing for a Blades fan to say, though, right? Yorkshire. <laughs> well, Barnsley's a derby for Sheffield United as well. That's another Yorkshire derby as well, because you know. So if it were them mm. to win the final, you'd be like, you'd be like, no, it's fucking ball. But one of them's got to win. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, it's 61 minutes on that game, by the way. 62 now. Um, so it looks more likely Barnsley and Sheffield Wednesday. I think Sheffield Wednesday are the better of all the teams in that League One playoff this season. So um, the fight back against Peterborough is just case in point, really, on that. So, yeah, I think Sheffield Wednesday are most likely to when under the cosh perform. So I think Sheffield Wednesday will join us in league uh, from League One into the championship. What what are your thoughts, Paul? For me, I actually want Barnsley to uh actually come up. When was the last time Barnsley win the championship? Oh nice to hear, Stephen. When was the last time uh, do we have that to hand? Uh, Drip Leafy, welcome along. Maybe next season we can go up. Just need to wait to win who wins League One playoffs. So, there's a couple of teams that, like, there's obviously a lot of teams that have cha- are changing this season. I think League t- League One has the most change with seven teams going in and out of the league. We have six in the championship, obviously. Um, the three teams coming down. You've got the potential of Nottingham Forest. I don't think that's likely to happen. Then it's a toss-up between Everton, Leeds and Leicester and Southampton are already relegated. So the Premier League teams, I think, will... Everton, I think, will be absolutely fine in this league. Leeds, I'm not 100% sure um, because they'll have Gelhart back. Um, They'll not want to loan him out again. And he has... Had championship championship experience and might kick on with his actual parent club who's developed them. Uh, Everton, I think we've relied on a lot of their players this season. Um, 
Anderson coming from them. Uh, you've got Sims who went back to them. Like, I think there's a lot of quality in those teams. Southampton, I'm not 100% sure, will actually have a decent season when they come down. But um, there's two other teams that should be pushing for automatics or pushing for the playoffs that we've got to compete with again. So, with the Premier League teams coming down, the couple of teams that are coming up, which realistically, statistically, they should be finishing in the bottom half, regardless of where they are. So, which is, again, why Sunderland have had a brilliant season. Interesting with um, Southampton because they're already looking for a new manager. And um, by reports mm-hmm. today, it looks like that could be Russell Morton next week. Okay, that's quick. That's a quick turnaround. Uh, I didn't realise they were already in the championship. Sorry. Russell Martin. Who was he at before? Russell Morton's currently at Swansea. Ah. Oh, yeah, so okay, they're not going to do great then. <laughs> Swan- Swansea this season have been so hit and miss, it's unreal. Um, Swansea are a team that are definitely mid-championship level. They don't deserve to be in the relegation product. They don't deserve to be pushing for the um, playoffs with their current setup, at, at least. So... um. I think they'll pretty much hover where they are this season. Um, Keisha says, I'll definitely be going to Leeds away if they get relegated. I want Leicester to come down if they don't take Patterson, if they're still interested. I don't think we'll sell Patterson to another championship team. If a Premier League team is interested in them, I think it's Patterson would be daft not to go, but well, you can see how he came from League One to the Championship and how well we've performed with him. Like he's got no real reason to leave us other than big money. So, or um, career ambition. Yeah. No. Do you think our consistency will continue in the next season? Um, and this is um bringing back a couple of points in the chat as well. So transfers, the Tony Moore briefing, Mogger staying with us. Um. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to? Delve into that a little bit. Jacob? Yeah, I'd like to... um, Yeah, I'm hoping we can keep a lot of our players because they've they've all been good, really, this season. And and I'm hoping Mm -hmm. we can get some new good signings as well because we know Diallo's going back. And, I mean, we could get him on loan, but I think you never know. Man United might want to play him more now. You know, because they've probably seen how he's done at Sunderland. They might want to mm-hmm. play more in the Prem. So we might have to... I'd want to get some new strikers, to be fair, because I have a bad feeling we might not get Diallo back, to be honest. But, okay. Yeah, and I'm hoping, we can imp- I'm, ho- I'm hoping we can improve on set pieces as well. You know, have a better home record. and Sure. You know, sure. maybe go for what we've done this season. You know, top half. Yeah, uh, me, me too, mate. There's um, a lot of rumours around Joe Bellingham coming from Birmingham City. Uh, Birmingham City, a team, again, that are just... They never seem to go down, but they never seem to have a good time. They've been in the Championship for... This will be their 13th season. Um, they've just, they've just settled into this mediocrity and acceptability in this league. So anybody who's at... Birmingham City now, the likes of Bellingham, the likes of Chong, 
will look for clubs that are more ambitious. I think they're just getting their seasons on record now at the, at the bit. Um, <laughs> championship is going to have some big teams next season. Yeah, so there is t- too many teams to consider Like when we're competing against them. There's the likes of Timor Puki, who's now left Norwich again. There's a striker that I think should be competing um, for top-level championship teams or even to a slightly lesser degree, um, decently performing premiership teams. Not in the relegation for the teams, but in that upper bracket, I guess. And... Yeah, there's a couple of players, there's a couple of positions I think we need to strengthen in. Like, I think everybody is is blatantly, obviously, screaming out for more strikers. Um, having the only option of Gelhart for the last third of the season wasn't ideal. Um, we were heavily reliant on Sims and Stewart being fit and not getting recalled and I just think we've played fantastically since obviously having those injuries and midfielders stepping up to the plate, but we've been forced into we've been forced into a player style that may not necessarily been our go to when coming up with our squad. So again, that's another point for um discussion from people in the chat if you if you want to have your say on how well our midfielders have stepped up to the plate, but defensively as well. I'm a little disappointed that Joe Anderson hasn't broke into the first team as um, quickly as I expected because we got him in the January transfer window from Everton. He is a centre-back, essentially, but we only ever brought him on late in games after the likes of Luke or Nine or um, Dan Neal or who else was who else is at the back and getting subbed off a lot. Um, but Shirkin. Those those kind of players were um, tiring in games and, and exerting too much energy. So there's the positions I think we should focus on. Midfielders, where Bellingham essentially is another one in the mix, is good to have. Don't get me wrong. It's a, I think he's a potential good quality. If he's anything like his brother, um, it's going to be a good signing. But yeah, defend, defenders, centre-backs, having options for consistent injury prone areas in the pitch I think is a bigger priority for me what about you Paul yeah it's the same here um, players we, we talked about this last night Anthony yeah what do you think um, the club should do with um, Nal Huggins uh, as in moment, Huggins is injury prone so Will Tony Mowbray, you know, uh, I think we've got Hawkins from Leeds, I think. Um, when do we so get him? Hawkins uh, has been with us for a while, but he's been out injured. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, just, I'm just Googling his transfer market stats. 22-year-old so Welsh um, national, yeah. Will Tony Mowbray play him a lot or, you know, see what he's like in pre-season with the games we've got coming up uh, and then possibly loan him out uh, and then see what, he's, see what he's like. That is really poor attendance for, for him this season, isn't it? He's uh, He's played collectively 
eight games, but uh, those eight games are spread across. Why is it adverts on this bloody page, man? Just chill out. Um, he's played Premier League two games, so he's played a lot for our um, under 23s, I think that is, or under 21s. He's played 45 minutes in an FA Cup tie. He's played a full 90 minutes in one championship game and 22 minutes over two legs in the playoffs. For me, I think that's just an indication that he is um, not in favour. He's a he's a backup choice. So I'd send him out on loan if we want to keep him, but otherwise I'd would, I'd would sell him on to where he's going to be more likely have a a career that he thinks he deserves because nobody wants to be a professional footballer to just sit on a bench for the entire season, right? Sorry, Paul, you've gone, you've gone quiet there. Yeah, you might have to bring um, Brad in. He's just trying to call me. I've, yeah, he's got invite. He's got he's got invites to this like six times. Just, just if he clicks on my messages, go into the invite, and he should be able to join. Dov's here. Hello, Dov. Hello. Hello. I think he's been there for a while. Oh. Yeah, I've been here for minutes. <laughs> oh wow! Got the link. Yeah, he's got the. He's got the. He's definitely got the link. He just needs to to join, and then I can add him to the to the room. Easy. Uh, there you go. I'll send him another direct link. <laughs> there you go. He should be able to join into the the chats at least. Um. Yeah. Interesting. So, what's your take then? Welcome along. Hello. Hello. What's your Hello. take? Hello. 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 Uh, <laughs> Hello. I didn't, so, as for the Sunderland match, I only watched about the first 40 minutes because I'm mean and I kept messing up and I couldn't watch, which was really sad. Um, I think the, the end result was a bit disappointing, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I definitely think you should have made finals. Um, but you know, here's what it is. Um, I'm expecting Coventry to go up. Um, I don't really know why. I just think overall, I think put them and Luton in a in a ring, and after that, I think Coventry will probably come out victorious. Um, Coventry Premier League bounce. It's not an yeah. uncommon fault on this uh, on this thread so far, mate. Yeah. As for teams you'll be facing next week, uh, next week, no, not next week, next season. Next season. Um, I would probably say probably Southampton, Leicester, and Leeds are probably going to come down. Leicester and Leeds. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm um, kind of hoping for Everton to be honest, but I'm hoping for Everton, but like I don't see it happening, unfortunately. Well, I'd say we could have a new song. We could have a new song. At least we're not Everton. At least we're not Everton. (laughs) As a Liverpool supporter, I want Everton to go down, but I don't see. I sadly don't see it happening. Nah, Sean Dyche will yeah. keep them up. Good old Sean. Um, as for your placement next season, um, I would expect you to get top three. Okay, I'm, I'm liking that. Top three is a, a step up from where we're at this season, which would, ironically, replicate exactly what Luton did last year. 
So they finished uh, fifth or sixth, and then they finished third this season. So it is that br- this season for Sunderland, I think, is a barometer of where our success can be in this league. And um, yeah, I've just quickly changed a quick stat onto um, the side here, which is the league top scorers. There's uh, a couple of interesting names there. Um, uh, the likes of Peru at Swansea um, and Die at Sheffield United, who will stay there, by the way. Um, Berenton Diaz for Blackburn. Yates from Blackpool. Um, and who's number one? Uh, Sergeant from Norwich. Those kind of players, I think, are a good key target to have um, for our... Sorry, this, this earphone just makes me voice sound really weird. Um those are the kind of players I think we should be going in for because one, they're proven scorers in the championship, but two, they're at teams that are frustrating them and underperforming to to where their quality is clearly at in this league. So, yeah. Um, what's your thought? What's your thoughts? If we're looking at transfers and players coming in and out, um, GSS has also asked if we do go for Belling, uh, Bellingham. Does that completely rule out us uh, looking at making the move for um, Edward Mishu as well full-time? Because he's proven himself at our club as somebody who wants to don the shirt. He had a struggling like first two months or so, but after the World Cup, he's been integral to our success, I think. Him, Ahmad, Richard, Clark, Roberts, literally everybody who stepped up as soon as Stuart got injured. He's in that, he's in that bracket of players who you want to keep, right? So... There's there's a gamble to have with getting players who have potential and getting players who've already proven themselves. So <laughs> that's a, that's a strange point. But um, t- should we answer GS's question then? If we do go for Bellingham, are we getting Mishu as well? Um, I'll ask that to Paul. Uh, I'm not sure on that one to be honest because. Um... I know the um, the echo actually was asked. Um, Phil Smith actually did ask um, say something on that, but from what he said, but um, I don't know if we'll get uh Mitchu as well because uh, the club yeah. hasn't even agreed the deal with PSG. No, well, they kind of did because basically it was a. If you played a certain amount of games, we have a buy option at the end of it. So I think he played over the 20 games that was in that clause, supposedly. This is rumour, by the way. It's not like I haven't seen the contract. But that buy-on clause, I think, was definitely activated. So that purchase clause, sorry. Um, yeah, but uh, apparently... Is it too much? somebody in the club um, if it's been agreed, and apparently they've been told... Um, that we haven't even spoke to PSG about buying uh, Edward Mitchell yet. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I will definitely do a uh, <laughs> a video come the end of the transfer window of the ins and outs of Sunderland and how that potentially has influenced or has has a big sway on our season. As far as I'm aware, with Birmingham, we have agreed uh, three million with um, Birmingham. The Birmingham one is like, yeah, like like I said, like I said, with these these top scorers in the league, it is the, those players who are frustrated with other championship 
teams that are Clubs. basically just steady in the championship and don't have that driver ambition to do what Sunderland's done this season or what Middlesbrough's done this season and push on um, above what they're expected to do. Like, Bellingham will be seeing Sunderland and Sunderland's story over the last 18 18 months or so, rather than our story down from the Prem to League One, he'd be seeing the other side of it. Look where they're heading now. The momentum is up the roller coaster, not not down again. So, yeah, Bellingham, if he does come to us, I think is a is a good 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 snipe from another team in this championship. But would you not want people from the relegated Premier League teams who they're trying to offload, but not necessarily take on as big as debt as they have. So if somebody's on a 30 grand a week wage, they come out of the Premier League, offer them 10 grand instead of their 30 grand, but first team football, like there's a, there's a nice balance to have there, but it's just rumors and names, right? It's, it's more for me, I think positions that we need to fill and, have backups for our desired player style because I, I don't rate a four, the, the current formation as a long-term successful thing for clubs. The four-two-three-one formation where you play back four with wing-backs who burst up the wing, it creates too much gaps at the back and has leaky defensive um, implications. So, See, for me, yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually basically waiting for the actually retained list to actually come out then we know who you know basically who's actually give been given a new deal and all that because all i know um yeah that Carl winchester has actually said goodbye that's not a surprise though mate like he hasn't played a lot of football recently has he not for us no not for the first not for the first team like he hasn't been with a shout like the there's so many players, the likes of Luke or nine, who is clearly not a centre back, has gone above other people who are natural to that position. Anderson is another one that I think should be start getting uh, first team football. Like, it's just, I don't know, putting a band aid over a, a bigger issue. Here's a question for Jacob then. Um, Ross Stewart. This is the, probably some of the biggest questions. Ross Stewart goes out of contract at the end of next month. One, would you keep him on and sign him? And two, why don't we think we've put pen to paper on that yet? Uh, one, yes, keep him because he's been good this season. And, mm. you know, and two, it's, I don't know. It's just, because when you think of it, if, it feels it'd be feeling like another magic thing, won't it? Or sign the contract, sign, and he's not mm. done it yet. To, to Does me, it not worry it's... that he might be, he might be wanting to go to a club. Just he might want to be a money grabber. He's not signed the contract yet. Does that ever worry you? Like, yes. So the, you you said magic there. I'm saying he reminds me a lot of Stephen Fletcher. Just. Oh, yeah. I think it's purely about money now. Like he, he clearly enjoys when he's fit playing for our club, and we enjoy his style of football. Like he's a target man, he's a he's a ruthless finisher. Um, unfortunate, Dov hasn't had a lot of experience of watching his football, but like 
it is purely about the money for him signing a contract now. And if he doesn't put pen to paper soon, I'm okay with him leaving. I know it's not the ideal, but we are in the market for strikers already. Um, why not start from fresh if if, if Ross Stewart's going to be fit and ready for the start of the next campaign? Fantastic. Love to see it. But if he's not, let's get two or three named new strikers who are possibly on this list that want to play for a club that is that has ambition to get back to the Prem. It's just, that, that, for me, is as, as simple as it gets. What about you, Paul? Yeah, it's the same here. Sorry about that. I was just answering Brad because uh, he, he's having trouble connection, apparently. I'll, um, I'll phone him independently after this and, and teach him how to get on for the next one. Um, so we'll, we'll sort that out after. This This um, has got another, like, 10 minutes left of, of run time, so <laughs> um, it might be a bit too late to catch up on um, on that as well. So, yeah, um, GS says, for Mishu, it was 2.5 million if we stayed in the championship and 5 mil if we went up to the Premier League apparently again nobody's actually seen the contract but that was what the rumor mill is for Mishu's buy clause um 2.5 million i think we've potentially earned that back in tv rights this year right so would that be a viable long-term purchase or is bellingham a better option good good feel for you dov good feel um I mean, how much are you going to be getting Bellingham for if you didn't get him? Thirty million. Is it? Is it that much? Thirty much? million. There's no way. Paul, did oh, you say thirteen? Sky said apparently plus be three million. Yeah, his three. market value is three point nine. Yeah, three million sounds a bit right. Thirteen sounds like three. Great, yeah, but... I think for three million, I'd take him for three million. I don't uh, think some Premier League players are worth how fourteen old, million. How, how old is he? He's seventeen, right? So he's fairly young. Is he? Yeah, he's born in two thousand five. Fucking hell, he's young. Jesus Christ! <laughs> is he a year younger than me? <laughs> yeah, it's, in that it's, case, it's... he's young. He's fit. He's yeah. He his fits brother's into the doing plan. wonders. So if he's anything like his brother, he's gonna be fucking. Well, Troy Deeney said that uh, he's a monster. He's Bellingham. He's a he's, he's a lot like his brother. That's what Troy Deeney yeah. said. And if it's that, if Troy Deeney's saying that, then fucking hell. Do you know what? Yeah. I actually, I actually I rate that comment. You know, I'd much rather have some big physical names in our, um, in our, our go to roster. I guess the the likes of Bath Ballard, like the big strong defenders and. Hard to push over players, I think, is what we've missed quite a bit this season. So that that will definitely keep us a bit more tighter um, and have a much better goal difference next season if we do manage he's, to pull that off. He can also play midfielder and a forward, so he's also very like viable for your current squad as well because you're in the market for strikers. So technically, he could play a striker if you need him to. Is it Job or Jode? Job. It's Job. He's played Job 22 within... games, and for a 17-year-old to play 22 games, that's impressive. He, he yeah. can't be shit if that's the case. Has he scored many goals for them? I remember he's... Uh, he... He's only scored two goals. 
in the under 18s against us at um, St Andrews. And what, how did he look? Did he look like a good player? From what you saw, or do you think he was a bit quiet that day? I thought he looked alright actually. I, I, I'm not sure, but I, th- I think he played up here. Uh, you know when Birmingham came up here. Oh, yeah. To Yeah, I I think you played that too. Do you know what? I'd also have Troy Deeney at Sunderland as well. That'd be fucking good. Right. So I'm using transfer market right now, right? And there's two players that are linked with our transfer rumors. Job is a 95% uh, probability of coming in. He looks like he's having a medical assessment. So that is a good indicator that that's highly along the lines. And then yep, there's another chat good. called um, Alexander Aravena, Aravena a, a, a Chilean uh, youth who plays on the left wing, which I don't think we need. Jack Clark is Jack Clark Roberts. Um, I don't think we need a left winger. We need a striker, right? So... Maybe they're looking at him because he's very similar to Jewison Bennett. But Jewison Bennett has come in, got injured, and kind of, I don't know, he's just one of those players that are in that, uh, we're frustrated that he hasn't been able to have a full season about it, right? So, Job's a good shout. I think that's looking iron on, but nobody else is really looking like we're getting in yet. Oh, oh! Uh, we're two minutes away from Barnsley Bolton finishing, by the way, and it's still one nil there. Cool. Um, Cameron Jerome is uh, has come on for Bolton now. That's good. Uh, I think it's pronounced Joby or Jobby, Job Jobby. He will come on strike out like the fifteenth minute or something when we played them. Yeah, but when we played them, we dominated Birmingham, right? So, we'll see. You, you can see where the, the where that transfer has come from. I know, oh, I know Speakman's got um, good connections with the family, but... And he used um, to be at Birmingham, didn't he? He had a role at Birmingham. Yeah, so did Mike Dodds as well. So, if, if that's the case, what if we just... I'd like if I get if we got two more Birmingham players, I'd have Dion Sanderson and Troy Deeney up at Sunderland. To be honest, <laughs> here's a bit of a I weird question, man. right? Here's a, here's a weird question. If we were playing like manager mode on FIFA, what would you say Sunderland's budget is for all of the gaps that we have? Would we spend say would you, would you say it's like a thirty million summer budget, ten million, five million? What do you think our summer budget is and how many players do we need to get in? That, that I think, is the right balance. If Job is the first player we're um, going for, that tells me that he's very integral to our next season's plans. So you don't throw away summer budget that quickly unless you, you know for certain that that person's going to perform for you. Uh, can I ask, what is Sunderland? Do you know what Sunderland summer budget is uh we've got a billion Roughly. we've got a billionaire's owner so it could be, it could oh, be anything oh. yeah. he hasn't got he hasn't got majority ownership he he shares the purchasing 
of players and the assets with three other people at the minute. So oh, until yeah. he's the f- full outright owner, it, it is going to be on a budget and an approval route. Um, and would you rather have Mish? Uh, uh, let's say let's say it's a twenty to twenty five million budget based on like TV money coming in. Oh, in that case, nothing else. <laughs> sign me, you aren't. <laughs> Sa- sign both of them. Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> the the why not is I think we need to recruit free strikers. Um, Bellingham might be one of them, but yeah, we still need two more. And we need strikers and Mishu for twenty five mil. I'm not too sure. You How much is Mishu though. worth? Apparently two and a half to five. All right, so that's about well, that's uh, most. That's eight million. Yeah. It's still a lot of money for a championship team. It, that is still a lot of money, but that still gives you, what, 17 million to work with for three players. No, so we need three strikers and potentially at least two more defenders, centre-backs. Out-and-out centre-backs. Mm. But like Akisha says, uh, you put out um, Joe Anderson, who we got from Everton, out on loan, so he gets first-team football. Like Elise yeah. did at... Um, Oh, that's what more brave will be planning anyway. Uh, so no, Joe Anderson. Um, GS says probably is about ten million all in all as well. <laughs> so it's not it's not as easy as you as you as you think. If it is the twenty five, it makes it does it does make it, it's literally over double what what I, what I've said arbitrarily on a computer screen, I guess, but. It's more about purchasing for the future rather than purchasing for right now, I think, for Sunderland. Yeah, well, I've got a feeling, though, that this transfer was Joel. I think it came from his appearance uh, at the Stadium of Light on Saturday. Oh, yeah, 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 because he, he, he turned up and, and just watched the game, right? Yeah, he, he was sat next to KLD on Saturday. Very strange. Like you said, they're family friends, so that could just be innocuous and fair, I but guess. He's been up here for for a couple of games to watch, watch a couple of games. Is he going to be scouting for, for Birmingham City? Then, or... <laughs> Might as well have the whole Birmingham team. No, I'd, I'd take Chong and I'd take Bellingham uh, and maybe Deeney. But everybody else, yeah, yeah you can stay up. I also take Dion Sanderson as well as no. those players. I'd put also Dion Sanderson. No, I mean, I don't. He wasn't first team ready for us when we were in League One. I, I don't know. Nah. I know it, it was good. It was good. He was half decent, but I don't think he's top half Championship quality. On Sanderson, um, I think I think he'll go back to Birmingham. Birmingham actually wants to buy him because he was at Wolves, wasn't he? he was... He's a Wolves player, isn't he? Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting summer window, I think, overall. Um... <laughs> let's let's say we do have 5 million up for grabs. Who are buying? And that'll be uh, our closing question, I guess, for the, uh, for the stream, because we're approaching an hour. So 5 million, who do you get? The entire player market is up for grabs. We'll go Jacob first. The pressure on you, mate. 
So who do which player do we? Five five million's your budget. Any player in the world, five million. Who do you get? Uh, and whilst you're thinking about that, uh, GS says, do you reckon what do you reckon we'll do with Matet here? Will Plymouth buy him, or do you think we should keep him? Uh, if he's not going to be included in our first team squad, he's not going to really be a backup player. I'd sell him on. Get get some get some money back in and increase that five million budget that I've just made up on the spot. <laughs> who who are you picking, mate? Who who do you think you should go for? There's some players I'd like to buy, but if it's just one, I'm either going for Ballymumba or Blumen Troydini. Um, you know what? I might go for Troy. I'll go for Dini. I've Dini in a red and white striped shirt. How much? It, I'm going to just search see if Troy Dini is in, in that market because I was just about throwing him in the hat, but he's definitely. Troy Dini's 34, no. mate. Dini's 34. Uh, he's, worth, he's worth 11 million at his peak. He's now currently worth uh, 600 grand, apparently. He's 34. I don't think he's going to leave Birmingham, though, is he? He's a Birmingham lad. He's playing for his own club. He ain't yeah. Leave, is he? He's going to retire at Birmingham, mate, if anything. Go on. Someone realistic, someone young, I guess. <laughs> All right, I'll go for Bally Mumba. He's young. I know he were at us before, but Mumba. The reason why he went, the, the the reason why he went was Donald, Donald and Methane pissing around. Um, Plymouth. Do you think Plymouth will get rid of him or not? Well, he's an Orange player. He was on loan at Plymouth, so he might go back to Norwich, and then why not go back to his own club? He's a Sunland lad. He's from South Shields. So why? Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's that's not that's not you a bad know. shout, you know. Yeah, 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 that's all right. What's the put? What's the put? Norwich have not done much. Plymouth team, maybe why go back alone to get him a good season? But we've done Peter well. Brown. He's probably saying, "Oh, my home club's done doing well." Do you know what? I want to go represent them and do what they did last season for the next season. Okay, Bally, Bally Mumba's a good good show, Bally mate. Um, I, I'm liking that one. Bally Mumba? If Bally Mumba's watching, he probably won't. Please come back. You don't need to be at Plymouth or Norwich. Sunland's the best place for you. Oh, yeah. Speaking of um, young young lads brought up in our academy, GS has asked, would you get Madger again? And uh, at the right price, yes. Um Yes. Absolutely. I think he's he's now got international experience in the French league as well. Um absolutely. But he's not uh, he's not gonna come back though, that's the thing. He's not gonna come back as much as we want him. He probably ain't gonna come back. Uh, he's done stints at Bordeaux, Fulham, Sunderland, Bordeaux, Stork. <laughs> like he's not like he's not snobby about which club he goes to. So uh yeah. the 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 player I was going to throw in, but apparently is worth like triple my budget, is Bereton Diaz from um, Blackburn Rovers. I think he would have he's, been a really good shout. Getting moved on, actually. He's leaving Blackburn. He is, but not at the five million budget. So I think he goes above <laughs> what I think uh, this this question is. But I think if he wants a if he if he if he's uh, 
<laughs> cheap enough, affordable enough, should I say, not cheap, um, then yeah, he could he could come to us. That would be a, I think that would be a good move. Um, but oh, Paul, I'll let you let you answer it while I'm thinking of another one apart from Bereton. Uh, yeah, I agree with I agree with Polymumba. Yeah, good show. Uh, and there's another one I would I would take because I know he's transfers up at Blackburn, and that for me would be Bradley Duck. Uh, it's DACK, isn't it? I I just need to make sure he is in that budget range. He's twenty nine. Uh, one point eight million. And he million. played under Mowbray. He played under Bradley, uh, Tony Mowbray, didn't he? So I yeah, think Mowbray will know his. Mowbray signed him at Blackburn. Oh, the... yeah. so so he can't be a shit player then, can he? Because I think he was in the Blackburn team that got promoted that's not a bad shout you know um we're just basically we're going to be um <laughs> former blackpool uh players in our, in our squad then um oh, who, who do you think we should uh if we've got this five million budget for anybody in the world are you putting in Mate, are you putting in I don't have a clue. <laughs> You can pick any Premier League player who you think's worth five million. Oh God! Um. <laughs> who do you want to offload? Jordan Henderson. <laughs> oh yes, please. <laughs> Honestly, you can have him. <laughs> yeah, but he's not going to come to Championship, is he? An England player is not going to be playing in the Championship. So like, nice. Um. Why would he end his career in the Champ? He'll want to end it in the Prem, won't he? Potentially. How much is James? Uh, how much is uh, James Milner's price? Because he's on free market at the minute. <laughs> right, that's Milner, free then. It's James. If he's on free market, it's zero. So yeah, he's in budget. <laughs> he's in budget. You can have. I think he's going to Madrid though. I would. I would assume. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, Firmino's likely to go to Madrid. So hang on, Bialbi. No worries. So I'm going to go for another Brummy. Um, I'm going to say Aaron Ramsey. Aaron no. Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey. Uh, he's at he's at the smoggies at the minute, but I can see I can see him fitting into our current squad quite well. So he scores in the championship. He's proven. Um, he might not like us because of his buried buried or what have you, but. Um. Yeah, I'll get Pookie on a free says Jess and uh, Brighton have signed James Milner. Uh, we've we've well ran over this hour normal time that I I uh, <laughs> slot for this uh, Mackham football show. So, um, final statement around how you think we've performed over this season, boys. Uh, we'll do it back to front. So Jacob, Paul, Darth, and me. And then we'll uh, wrap up the stream. So, Jacob, your season as a whole in a quick statement. Amazing. That's that's the quickest Bloody you can amazing. have a statement. <laughs> One word. Fair yeah. enough, it. Fair enough. I, I like it. Paul, season as a whole in a statement. Good. 
you, you've shortened it down to four letters. <laughs> That's good. Dov, I think, still on mute, so I think he might miss out on the opportunity. Nope, no, he's here. I'm here, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he's muted still. No worries. So, Sunland's season in a short statement. Um, short we've statement. Had, um, we've had the short statement of amazing. Excited for more. Excited for more. Okay. Three words. It's, it's, it's getting longer, and I'm going to continue the longer trend. The barometer's been set. I've enjoyed our return to the championship. I'm proud of the lads. And um, like Dov says, I want to see more of this. So, um, yeah, it's on to the next home, season. Just a better home record and better set pieces, you know. We, and a be- that, better injury record as well. Oh, better injury. Wait, injury AFC. Injury <laughs> AFC. You know, <laughs> an embarrassment. Hospital <laughs> Football Club. Um, yeah. I think that's it. So even from Ac- me, go on. Even Accrington. Even I think even Accrington Stanley have less injuries than us. You know. Look at them. <laughs> uh, everybody has to say that, by the way. Great while it lasted, says Dean. I think it's going to continue next season. Fingers crossed for a good twenty-three, twenty-four campaign. It's going to be weird seeing that for a while. Um, so that's it. Thank you very much for. All of your time, all of your effort, um, saying hello on the chat, everything like that. Um, well, lads, see you on the next one. See you in Bye. August. <laughs> see you later. Press the button. Press the button. There you go. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. <laughs>